Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey! Boy, we're jumping right in. Look at that. No ad, no fat, all muscle, queefy, all gravy. You like gravy? Ah, uh, some gravy. You uh, mean gravy gravy, I'm not the Italians that uh, say gravy. No, We've talked about no. that. We hate them. Get out of here, you Dago Wop Cuomo. I like a brown gravy with a mushroom in it. Pour it right on the meatloaf. I like some gravy. I mean, turkey, no gravy. I don't understand what's happening there. I mean, oh, God. That's like a woman with no teeth. I'd rather eat a, a, a cat shit than a, a turkey with no... Turkey sucks. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the turkey. It's, uh, you know, it's overrated with the Thanksgiving, gobble, gobble, wild turkey, jive turkey, but you put some gravy on there, you, it's it's pretty magical because it's not too chewy. It's it's good. Right. It's good chewing with gravy. You need moist. Moist. A dry turkey... Forget it. I'd rather have a dry pussy on my mother's uh, anniversary, anniversary, but then uh, dry turkey. But a moist turkey with gravy is pretty good. Now, how come? Let me. This begs the question: Why aren't you putting gravy on on chicken? No, I know. I'll do it. Why? Really? Oh yeah. I mean, if it's available. Yeah, I don't know why that never picked up. Then there's white gravy, which I'll deal with. White gravy. Well, your chicken fried steak, your Sounds chicken like and dumplings. And look, it's the opposite of people. I hate white gravy. I like brown gravy. And it goes the other way with people. But I'm just saying, uh, the brown gravy is the superior of the graves. Yeah. And what is gravy exactly? Is it sugar? It's got to be no. sugar and water. I think and it's fat, flour, and chicken stock. Don't you find it? Your mom's a cook. You know, your father's gay. I, I don't understand... How anything is made? I, uh, like, what, what? What is marinara sauce? It's not just like you can't just crush up tomatoes. That's ketchup. No, ketchup is all kinds of sugar, Pepto, corn syrup, corn syrup, vegetable oil. Ketchup is a chemical conglomeration amalgam. So where does sauce? X. How does sauce originate? Like marinara sauce. That's the sauce I put on everything. I put yes. it on my wife's tits. I, I just love it. Sure. But how does it start? I mean, because when you buy it, it's in a jar already. Was there, there must be water at some point, water and water, tomato, tomato and sugar. Sugar, salt, oregano. I know, but that's sprinkled into the sauce. How do you make the sauce? I think it's all the tomato crush, which is already wet. So you're halfway oh. there. And then you've got to add a bunch of horse shit to make it pop. But water has to be in all the liquids, right? Yeah, I mean, toothpaste, everything. gravy, semen, sauce, blood, shit, diarrhea. There's got to be water in it, right? All water. Well, I mean, we can't live without water. I mean, the the earth, that's the only reason we're here. We came out of the water. Yeah, but people always say that. What does that mean, we came out of the water? Well, the fish were first, and then one of the fish went, you know what? It looks pretty nice out there. And he moseyed on out. He started flapping. He grew a leg, and... Boom, Homo erectus. So the the but monkeys started as fish. Is that yes, what you're saying? Yes. Are you sure about that? It doesn't oh, sound right. Oh, look, I went to college. Darwin was a professor. I fucked him, and it was all out of the water, Jerry. 
You know, you start as a microbionism, and then you you grow and you grow and you multiply, and then they fuck, and then they grow, and then you got the Jackson Five, and here we are, diddling kids. Yeah, it's it's just all wild when you really sit and ponder. Which obviously, I think we pondered a lot more pre-phone. I'm never pondering anymore. Yeah, pondering is out. Ponder's big. James Ponder mm. ring. I never cared about Bond. I don't care. Oh, you're not a Bond guy. No, I don't care about Bond. I don't I get it. I pretended to like Bond. I like that. I like the idea of Bond. Yes. It's just the car and the car flies and the suit and just who gives a shit? He's British. I don't care. I like fun Bond. Like Sean Connery was fun Bond. Now Bond is like, I've had a bad day. My wife's fat. Ah, you know, it's very dark. Before Bond was like, Hey, I'm gonna rail this uh, whore in the in the bathing suit, and then I got a laser coming up to my dick. I make a joke like it's been cut before, and now Bond is all bad news. There's no jokes. There's uh, no fun. Remember when Bond was fun? I didn't even know there was joke. I never watched any Bond. I, I don't get into Bond. I like uh, Barry Bonds. I enjoy sure, Bale Bonds. Uh, you know George Bailey's Bondage. Bond. Oh, I love bondage. I mean, tie me up, take a shit in my mouth, but... Forget about it. I just don't get... I, I don't get it. I don't care. I, I, maybe Sherlock I could get into, but I never saw Sherlock. any Sherlock. Isn't he similar? No, Sherlock sure. stinks. He's a cookie, French toast, tea-drinking cum guzzler. Sherlock's better than Bond. No, he's got the pipe. He, he's no, look, He's inspecting. He's got Watson over there. Watson's a bit of half a homo. They're plowing each other at night in the warehouse. I'm telling you, Bond has got gadgets. He's got a cool car. He's got the tux on with the cufflings that shoot an Asian guy in the neck. Ah, he goes down. Then he plows the hot model and then they go play poker but doesn't Sherlock Holmes have like the biggest dick ever didn't he have a huge dick That's John Holmes oh John Holmes yeah yeah I, I conflate the Holmeses then there's uh you know Bausch and Loam Katie Holmes oh yeah and then there's the Mexican oh what's up Holmes <laughs> that's hombre oh maybe it's hombre I think right I think Hol- some no Holmes. Holmes is black what's up Holmes uh Holmes is black Holmes is, uh, is I thought uh, black was homie Holmes is also the Great Lakes Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Esophagus, and Superior. Then there's Homes and Garden, which is a magazine my mom <laughs> That's read. all my parents watch. They watch yes. HGTV. Oh, all they do the is HG. sit and watch. I got so mad. I wanted to pitch a show one time. I, I pitched it to my manager and agent. They all squat. Have you watched Sarah Schaefer's thing about pitching TV shows? No. Oh, you got to see it. It's amazing. She did a thing on uh, YouTube, I think, where she's just like, this is what it's like to pitch a TV show. Oh, how, to, how to sell a TV show in three simple steps. Mm. And then it becomes 1A, 1D, 1G, 1H, 1J. It's mm. really funny. You gotta, okay. You'll see it. It's very inside baseball, it's but inside, it's hilarious. I've done it a million times. It's a, it's a bitch of a procedure, so I, I got to watch. She really nails it. It's LOL funny. I think she's got a book as well. Check out her book. That sounds right. But anyway, so... I wanted to pitch a show about these, and it was Chris Allen's idea via an Instagram uh, comment, ah. but about these old movie theaters. I go to all these old movie houses, and you go, and you go, hey, oh, what's yeah, up with this yeah, theater? Yeah, and then you, you meet the usher, and then you say, what kind of movie? You go through the history, and there's your program. That's your show. 
I think that's great. Those are they're tons of history. They're they're ornate. They're pretty. They don't make them like they used to. You kind of get some old story where the old guys like I, I ran that projector for forty years, and a guy fucked me in the ass in the projector room, and nobody knew. It was the silence of the lamps. Exactly, and I think a lot of people don't know these young whippersnappers out there. They don't know that in the old days, the Quad Cinema was the first multiplex cinema in New York. Anyways, in the old days, you went to a big yes. theater. There was an organist, and you sat up there and you put on a suit and tie right these multiplex theaters came from nowhere and this is on a dying art form thing and any any jizz there's a couple still out there some great ones yeah and new york is losing them by the minute but yep um, new york minute but i i pitch it to my manager my agent and they go eh, there's no steaks we need some steaks. I love steaks. I'm I like, eat. get out of here with the steaks. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> what am I, a vampire? Forget the steaks. Let's do a show. What are the steaks in the other shows? You That's know? what I mean. I, I watch H. I go to my parents' house. They're sitting there watching HTTV. She's flicking her beaver, sticking the remote in her twat, and my dad's, you know, out riding fences, and I'm watching the show. And it's just a guy going, yeah, you paint it blue because blue right. makes the sky shine. And you get the new shutters. These are the shutters that you know make kids cry. And, and you get mm. a carpet. Yeah. And that's the show. It just ends. The credits roll. That's it. It's, that's all you need. It's not like they're like, if you don't buy this, we burn your house down with your tits out. I think they do do a little thing where they go, we got to bring the gay guy in. And he's going to go, you got 10, 10 days to flip this thing and then sell it to a... Guatemalan family, and they're like, oh, God, we're up against it. And then the guy hits him with the roller, and he's like, what are you painting me for? Paint the room. We're out of time. But I'm telling you, I've seen that, but I'm telling you, I've seen a steakless show. I've seen a veggie show. I'm telling you. It, a it, veggie? It, no steak. Ah, they just come in, sorry. and they say, you know, oh, yeah, this is great. Would you like it this? And they, they give them the price, and then the, there's steaks in that they think about it. They're like, shoot, can we afford it? Should we right, go for it? And they go, right. we go for it. And it's one of those things you can clearly see. It's all just going, okay, look like you're thinking. Yes. Action. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I hate them all because you watch one, you got the whole thing. I got it. They always work out. They always buy it. But it's kind of like uh, Queer Eye. I never watched Queer Eye. I don't know if you could even do Queer Eye now. But I think it's, it's still out, isn't it? It's oh, is still? it? Yeah, you probably. The I whole show so. is basically like, hey, gays are good at designing and decorating and fashion. That's the whole show. Well, as long as they're good, uh-huh. I think it's fine. But could you do a, hey, we got the black, the black guys. He's good at basketball. He steals your car. He can dance and he can rap. I don't. I think that might be. That's what I'm saying. It's could, it's all stereotypes. Right. I see. But I think because. If it was, you know, the black guy comes in and, and uh, fixes the plumbing, I think that's okay. Mm, but, but I need a stereotype. That's my point. Like the gaze with the, you should put on this vest. Hello. But I, I'm you saying need more stubble. Stereotype is okay if it's good. Like you could do a TV show about black guys with huge cocks. They take their cocks out and they go, look how big it is. That's a show. I would watch that. <laughs> but mean, I'm saying positive stereotype not? is fine. But you can't do a but show about... Basket, good at basketball? Is... You do that. That is a show. It's the NBA Finals. <laughs> well, there's a honky in there. I know, but you know he gets to be in there. I'm sure there's a straight guy on Queer as Tits. Or... Uh, well, they take the this, this schlub. They take the Artie Lang type and throw him in. And they go, hey, let me t- show you how to paint and uh, do a macaroni salad. I've never seen the show, so I'm not coming from uh, any kind of expertise. But you've got to get the haircut in this thing. Look at it. There's like snarls and it's lengthy. He's like a pill head. He hasn't been to the barber he sleeps all day he's a mess um, he's disheveled but anyway i th- i think you can do if it's 
pro- positive, it's fine. If it's negative, it's bad. I'm just saying, you know, the hey, hey, Asian, Asian show. All right, we're gonna have you do the violin. You're gonna do a math problem, and you're gonna cook a, uh, an egg roll. <laughs> I, th- I think you can do that. All right, all right. I don't know though. I don't. I don't watch a lot of television, but I think if you did a show where an Asian kid shows up and does everyone's homework, it would be a smash. I guess it just it would be hilarious. I just don't get why it's hilarious. allowed with the gays because uh, it, it would be weird with any other. Hey, Jewish! Hey, we're gonna have the Jews. Uh, he's gonna do your accounting. He's a lawyer, and he's gonna do the weather. I hear you. You might be. You might be onto something. I here. got something here. I'm telling you. Hey, Asian math. He's gonna be a ninja. Uh, you know, he's going to do uh, the cello. He's going to yell at his son and kill his daughter. You never hear about ninjas anymore. They're doing a good job. <laughs> All right, well, you know, they used to be everywhere. But call in if you like the movie show. I think people would like to see some something. movie theaters there. And maybe we do some stakes. Hey, we fucking, you know, we foreclose if you don't hey. show me uh, Rocky. Right, we're all going to play Deep Throat. Uh, <laughs> if we're going to play it on the projector if, if you don't. Give us money or watch the show. <laughs> Sorry, Nana. Woo. That's a classic. I think you'd run out of people. You can go international. You know what I mean? You go. I, I just feel like Ooh, they, they should just give us shows and be like, I promise it's going to be fine. It's like we talk about in comedy. We have to audition for stuff. I'm like, yeah, just let me go on there. It'll be good. I promise. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess, I mean, all those shows are all rigged, you know, N-word rigged with the uh, the Montreal new faces, like, all these people suck, but you like their agent, or they have uh, they have Bill Burr on the roster, so you got to give a favor to the new kid, right, on, on the, the block. block. It's all rigged. That's why stand up is the only pure thing left. Well, on stage, you mean on stage, but the 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 politics and stuff. But I would say podcasts now even more oh, so. Even podcasts more are magical because nobody you can't just give someone a podcast that's successful. Right, right. Because it's all the same platform, Jerry. I got into a fight with a, a pal because uh, he's a gentleman of color, and he was like, "I'm going to start a podcast just to like break it up." There's too many white podcasts, and I'm like, "Well." Podcast is the literally the most open, no gatekeeper thing. Like it just, it just who starts one? Yeah, there's, there's no like, oh whoa, hold on there, dark man or whatever. It's just you just do it or, no or don't do it. There's no gatekeeper, so I don't know if you can. Sure, there's a lot of white ones, but that's because a lot of white ones started. A lot of white people. There's a lot of white people in America. So you start one. So he was like, well, it's Kai. You know, it's uh, it's filled with this. This is the mom. Like I know, but that doesn't work anymore with this. Because it's completely up to the person. Yeah, podcasts are just, they're out there, Jerry, and I'm loving every minute of it. I mean, there's just uh, a thin layer of gabardine between the podcast and the audience, and yeah. whoever gets the listeners get the listeners. But Your mother's uglier than Hazel. I, I don't know how you start a podcast now, because you got to have a built-in following. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, tough. Or you got to go on the other big podcasts and plug it, but Are You Garbage has only been out for a year or so. And they're that, cooking. That's huge. Great show. Garbage Fire. Yeah, they're doing great, and I just did it. Check it out. It's on YouTube. I think the best way to do podcasts now, if you want to hit podcast kids, and we're, we're old assholes now on the block. We're old assholes on the block. Yeah, you got that right. But I think the key, are you garbage and taste buds where you debate? Because ah. then everybody goes, you get the algorithm going. Everybody comments, no, he's wrong. No, he's right. Debates are big. Debates are big. One or the other debate or like a question, this is right, this is wrong. That gets views and people pumped up. 
And nothing more relatable than food. We all have to eat. We've all eaten trash. We've all eaten snacks and goodies and everything. So you you hit everybody. There's no like I don't speak Bengali. I don't watch. I don't get it. It's just boom right to food. We all eat it. It's like talking about banging on stage. It's the most universal. Food is big. Some people don't bang though. Incels. Ah, yeah. Well, they can shoot up something if they want, but uh, they're thinking about banging. Oh, everyone's just, thinking about banging. Yeah, they're watching the porn. They're they're jerking it in mom's basement, but they're uh, maybe they're not getting any. But mm. they they're thinking about it. I think about banging all day, every day. I find it's like a um, what's that word I'm looking for? It's my uh, obsession. Go to my baseline. Like um, a, any downtime. Now again, the phone. We talk about default. the phone. My default. That's the word. Well done. Yes. That's my default. If I'm sitting, waiting for a bus, waiting for a can of soup to come, I sit and I go, Ah, my aunt's tits. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, a go-to yeah. fantasy, and it's so fascinating that you could just visualize fucking anybody on Earth. Isn't I know. that wild? It really is something. You can, you're just like superimposing, you know, Elton John ankle spread with the glasses, and I'm fucking him right on a piano. I know, and then you can think about bad fucking like. So there's guys out there who bang. Kid, like babies. So you're like, how does he get the dick in? Does that hurt? How is that pleasurable? Boy, I'm glad I'm not into that. Yeah. You can go bad too, and you can go good. You can go, hey, remember uh, Susie at CVS, that cashier? She had a nipple ring and a clit piercing. Yeah. Good, good's my default, I have to say. <laughs> but I, I'm over here, I'm thinking Kelly Kapowski, Jesse uh, Spano, AC yeah. Slater, Mr. Belding, I, I, all of it. And sometimes you just walk by. Remember when you were young, though, in like your 20s, you just see anybody, and then you're like, you run into a phone booth to rub one out. Yes. And also, you know, back in the 50s, you didn't have free porn. You had to go steal a Playboy, go to the woods with your Scoutmaster or whatever it is. And then now it's so, what's the word, Ac- accessible mm-hmm. that... You'd think it would lose its allure, but it's still there. Like when somebody goes, I'm on OnlyFans, you go, you put your credit card in. You think like, hey, we have all the porn in the world. I've seen every celebrity naked, the fappening. I've seen Jennifer, uh, what's her name with the the eyeballs? Aniston? No, no. Lopez? No, no. Hudson? No, she's in the X-Men stuff. McCarthy? Uh, Shit, what is her name? Crittenden, that writer for Seinfeld? I've met her. I've Shit, she's a young Jen, Jen Gar- not Garner. Kirkman? No. Garner? No, you know her. You know her. Jen, uh, wait, wait, we're talking, Camille, I know her personally. No, actor. no, you know who I'm talking about. She was in the Red Sparrow. Oh, Lawrence! Thank you! Lawrence, Olivier. Yeah, she, there's videos of her found out, you know, with the internet and the cloud. She's got jizz all over and everything, and I'm like, wow, I've seen that. And then you're like, oh, she's got only... Right, you know, still on it. Like it's it never loses its luster. Yes, luster and allure. Lust, er, mm. John Luster, <laughs> um, Luster Holt. Oh wow, yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying it, it's still uh, it's still like Stormy Daniels. Wow, Trump banged her. Yeah, you want to see? Yeah, you, yeah, you want to get that soup? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just interesting, but I mean, now, but you, it does change in some ways. It does. Where now, the more conservative they are, the more you want to see the tits. Yes, because as the girls on the Instagram, they 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 show their their pussy or they wear the shoes or they got a bra on. You're like, all right, I get it. 
I want to see now. I want now. I'm more into like librarian with uh, a, you know a lay with a winter hat and uh, whatever the thing is that covers your face. The, the iron the, sheet, the burka. Yeah, the burka. I want to yeah. see some burka stocks. Brooke burka. <laughs> um, that you just want to see those people. Naked. Yes, yes. You need. You got to keep upping it. Hey, I'll start with some pot. Now I need uh, the the heroin puss. Uh, gateway. Yes, gateway. The gateway. But I'm just saying, it's uh, it's fun that it never loses, and it's always exciting. Like, I'll do a thing where I'm like, I'm not going to watch porn for a, a week. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, all right, I can do that. And then when that week goes by, you're like, ah, I kind of got over the hump. I don't need it anymore. And then you look at it, you're like, wow, right. it's so naughty. Oh, my God, the visual. It like, makes your brain go pew, 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 pew. Yeah, see, I don't have that with the porn because it's stranger. This is why I like Instagram. Yes. I'm like, give me a, a comedian in a tight blouse. I'm like, okay, here we go. Because porn, I know they're getting naked. Right. I know they're going to be nude. Right. I don't know this lady from Allen, and it's just a lady <laughs> that's going to get naked. She's just a naked lady. Sure. I want the fucking... The the smoothie lady, that lady right, that's always like, oh, right. you like, oh, you like, you like ginger shot and make you cry. Yes. I'd like to see those nipples. Ah, uh, I see a Jewish lady. Yes, but here's the clinker. That will happen. There, there's going to be an app for that. I mean, OnlyFans is already on the way, but I bet in 50 years we'll have so much technology that you know you can do like a face recognition. Beep 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 beep. The door opens. They saw your face. Uh-huh. Eventually, you're going to be able to go photo. And then they're going to know what she looks like naked. Ah. You know what I mean? Like, 50. you know, they, that could be sooner than that, I hope. Could, could be tw- 10. You know, they do the, the artist rendition at uh-huh. the police station. That's just some uh, incel with a, with a stencil. That's a pretty stencil. good. Though. And uh, he's doing that. Now, imagine with technology, you throw all that in there. Bang, bang, boom, the clothes are off. Stencil research. But, I mean, that's a good app. I mean, have you heard this somewhere? Is this your idea? Just thought of it. I mean, that's unbelievable because they can take, you know, your fat content or whatever. They can look at you. BMI. The BMI, yeah. And, yes. And, and, um, good university. Yeah, TMI. <laughs> could be the name of the app. But just, oh, UTI. show you. Yes, that's great. Um, TMI. UNLV. I mean, you just see her and it has Bush. Because that lady's got a Bush. You can tell she works oh, at a smoothie place. Big Asian bush. <laughs> she works at a ginger shot joint. Yeah, so she's, I'm sure she's got a crazy bush. Her vagina's in the shit. The clit's like Charlie. George W. Bush. But uh, a lot of that stuff bush is, is possible. Yeah, yeah. It's happening, Jerry. And it's it's uh, it's very exciting. 2004. Now, oh, you, I got one more thing on this. Hey. I've thought about it, and I know you'll agree with me on this one, Fatty. The It's not just the nudity. Mm-hmm. It's we live these lives. You walk, hello, sir. You say hi to the mailman. You go, how you doing, ma'am? Here's here's ten dollars. Here's your check. You know, we're all we got societal norm McDonald's, but okay. it's the fun part of seeing them go put it in my ass. You you pig, right? You pig, of course, or whatever. That's the whoa! I can't believe I saw you know uh, uh, Kathy Bates talking dirty. That's, that's when it gets crazy. That's that's the thing. That's what it is exactly because it's exactly what I'm saying. These these women that are are hanging from a palm tree in a, in a bikini, you just assume they're dirty. That's why I don't like uh, porns. I know they're dirty. I want to see you know Miss Bliss go and fucking smash my tits into your face or whatever yeah that's the fun part yes like it's rebecca donaldson from full house Lori laughlin she's in jail i know but i mean her i always thought as a kid that's who i want to see i want to see her blowing uncle jesse while uh, uncle joey cuts it out 
Right, right, right. Ooh. That would be cool, yeah. Ooh, man. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Have mercy. But yeah, no, you're right. That's what it's all about. It's about... Because all day long, it's, hey, that's inappropriate to pull your pants up, whatever Bill Cosby said. And then now, then you get to see that. You're like, oh, she was lying. She is a skank. Well, that's why I'm like crazy, super into the news women. Like MSNBC, Hallie Jackson on MSNBC or, uh, you know, the other lady there. um, Barbara uh, Walters? No, (laughs) not that one. Uh, There's a bunch of them on the news. Stephanie Rule, who I saw in the street recently. She rules. I don't Um, know these gals. Well, they're all MSNBC people ah. i'm a cuck liberal retard so maddow that's something maddow is not uh that's not my mad cow uh that's Disease. not my yeah. that's not my cup of tea but you know whatever i'm sure she's somebody's but brian williams i'd like to see naked oh and, yeah he's got long balls that's <clears> for sure uh but yeah some of these news because like, they're just standing there giving you the news uh, katie turr is another one uh, they're just they're just hot ladies with yeah. like business suits, and they're giving you the news. You just you know that at some point they wrap up and they go home and they have sex with their husbands. I know it's very exciting. That's why it's fun too. You know, back in the day when we were when back when we were banging, you had uh, hey Eddie Murphy went home with a trans lady, or or Hugh Grant got a, a hooker, and you're like whoa. Right. It's, not as, it's not as crazy when guys do it though because. We're already filthy piggy cum stains already, you know. But when a woohoo, hello, I'm a, just a lady. Uh, I wear a little top hat and umbrella. You're like, whoa, she's taking it in the keister. Exactly, and the and the more businessy the outfit, the hotter. Oh, like you just yeah. picture that business stu- suit strewn on a- the floor. About, yeah, yeah, it's just very, very sexy. Yeah, yeah, I think we broke down the whole thing. Because even porn, you're like, librarian porn, but I'm like, but she's not a librarian, right, she's a porn actor, right, I know she's right. getting naked. That's how I feel about the stepsis, it's my stepsis, I'm like, you're black, she's Asian, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's no step. No step by step, day by day. Day by day. Hey, hey, folks, Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Better Health. What's standing in the way of you and achieving your goals? Figure it out with Better Help. Look, we're all flawed, we're all kooky, we're all nutty. Get to the bottom of it. Get to that nutty nougat inside you that's tearing you apart and making you insecure, weird. Come on, we all know you're gay. Let it out. You got to learn what's your problem before you can fix the problem. And buddy, you got problems. Oh, yeah. Better help is therapy for the 21st century. This is not a crisis line. It's not a self-help. Better help. Is professional therapy all online? It's all remote, baby. Do it from your home. How do you like that? Flexible schedule. They'll work around your clock. Get a good match. They find the cat that'll go right up your taint. You want the person who matches with you. You don't want some, uh, you know, Palestinian if you're a Jew. So you got to get your good egg on you there. It's fast. It's quick. It's affordable. And now you can send messages to your therapist anytime, and they'll get back to you in between sessions. What? Jeez. My therapist won't even answer my calls. So, don't like your person? Well, if you don't want to switch therapists, you can do this anytime for free. They make it easy. Trust me. It helps to have someone outside your world to talk to. It's easy to schedule, affordable, and will take a load off your shoulders and your back. Over one million people have taken charge of their mental health. Join them. BetterHelp has a special offer for the Tuesdays with Stories listeners. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tuesdays for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tuesdays for 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash Tuesdays. Sign up for BetterHelp and start living a happier life today. Ah! Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew. You know them. You love them. You've eaten them. I love Blue Chew. Look, I'm not going to lie to you, folks. I tried the other ones when they came out, and uh, they were okay. They might kill you. But uh, Blue Chew is the best in the biz. I keep one in my little twink pocket there in the Levi's, and uh, you never know. Sometimes your lady's got bad breath or your man's got a stinky back door, and it affects the uh, the growth, the, the hardening. And so... Hell, Papa Blue, this thing works every time. They're reliable. They work quick. You chew them up, you swallow them down, and you go to town. I'm down to clown. So get on it. Blue Chew offers tablets, the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form. It's way better. It actually tastes pretty good. And here's the thing about the boners. We can all get a boner. We've all been to a playground. But... The thing is, if you start thinking about it on a date, like, well, what if I can't get it up? Oh, God. And then it gets in your head, and it starts to fester, and then you're screwed. That's why you got to keep one of these beauties right in the old hip pocket, just in case something goes down. And if you don't like swallowing pills, this is for you. Works fast. Take it day or night. Save a ton of money compared to the other name brands. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. That means no doctor's office or waiting in line. Talk to a licensed medical provider and get a prescription online. Ships right to your door in a discreet package. And Blue Chew makes everything in the USA. We're keeping dicks hard in America. I think that's a George Strait song. George Strait. Ah, that's homophobic. Special offer just for the gays. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code TUESDAYS. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, BlueChew.com. Promo code TUESDAYS to try it free. All right, let's get into some stuff here because I, I got to hear some shit. I mean, you shot a special. Oh, I want to yeah. hear about that. I wow. mean, you were just in uh, Buffalo. I got to hear about Buffalo. Yeah. And I'm over here. I'm doing this. You're I got doing this, your big secret Manhattan project. Big Manhattan project. So I'm all business over here. All I got to right. do this. I'm reading lines. We got to get this. I got 92 pages of script. I'm in every fucking scene. So I'm reading. And I'm just reading over and over again and writing down the things. It's it's awful. Well, you just gave it away. That that's Well, something. I think it's out there a little bit, but okay. I don't want to give too many details because who I knows? See. Then all of a sudden, the, whatever. Well, the good news about this big big atom you're splitting over here is it's got going to have a quick turnover I, I assume i don't I, see this thing noodling on the shelf for uh, about six years this thing is in and out the door you you shoot it uh, print it you edit it there she goes i hope we'll see who knows i mean then you gotta figure out where it goes and what happens and is it a piece of shit then maybe you have to reshoot or edit Ooh, but uh, yeah pickups there's a there's a, a a film in the works oh, it's boy. very exciting it's very big and if you're listening to this it's in production i mean we're well into production now okay born as the time of recording it's pre-production but we're pre-recording because of this big project Oh, yeah, so you're this right. It's all wacky. It's all pipes. I've probably killed myself by now or been fired. 
That's true. He's dead in a ditch. But it's all very exciting and nerve-wracking because you know how it is. You always you have like dreams. You want to do something. You want to make something. And then when it's time, you're like, what am I kidding? I can't do this. It's Who said lot. I could do this? Why, this is going to suck. This is going to be a piece of shit. Not to mention, I have a movie podcast where I'm just trashing every artist of all time. Right. And now I got I to gotta like wipe it clean or like Men in Black. Yeah. Because, you know, you start making something, you become less critical. Ah, you interesting. Know. This is this is a critical Johnson over here. Ron and I are talking about movies. I'm like, you piece of shit. I can't believe you made this movie. Who wrote this? I can't believe it got green lit. This is a bag of shit. Now I'm making a movie. I'm like, well, what did you ever do? <laughs> you don't exactly. know what it's like. Yeah, so it's horrible. Critique uh, Masala over here, and uh, you're right. You got a point. It's it's better to try. It's horrible. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. Roger Ebert made a movie once. Then his jaw fell off. I don't. Even, I never had a jaw. So we'll see. <laughs> but uh, great film. But now I, I changed my movie podcast because now I'm like, well, I thought he had some good points. He tried uh, his best. He uh, gave it a shot. Uh, you know. What have you done? You're right. Uh, yeah, Rana. I haven't seen you making no movie. You son of an onion. Well, I remember Rana. Not to get off on a different podcast, but uh, I saw a comic critique his act. And uh, he took it pretty hard. Critique Ronan's yeah. actually. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. And the guy is a big, big wig in this biz. And, oh, boy. Uh, Ronan crumbled like a old crouton. Who's got a big wig? I'm trying to think. Uh, Washington, I think, and Tina Turner. But <laughs> either way, critiquing hurts, and you guys have a whole podcast where Wes Anderson was about to cut his fucking slit his wrist when he heard your thing. So uh, you're right. That's a very good note you just took took in there, Fatty. Well, one difference, though, I have to say, and I don't know, but this is, I assume this note was to his face. Yes. This is a difference. Uh, We're doing a podcast. Wes Anderson doesn't have to watch our pod. Uh, A lot of these people, they tweet at you on your phone. You get an alert. alert. Notification. Notification, that's the word. You got a notification going, hey, you're a big bag of shit. Your tits are silly and your father hates you because you stink. And you go, well, why are you writing to me? Just tweet it out regular because I'm not one of these psychos that searches my name. No, those days are over. Yeah, so it's not like we're writing to Wes Anderson, here's how you should have done it better, you scumbag. True that. We're just putting it on YouTube, which is expected that people can go and talk about whoever. Yeah. All right. But I do think it's a good little little thought you had. Yeah, it's tough. It's tricky, but... uh, so we're making this film. It's all very exciting. I don't know. It's scary shit, but I've I, I never had one lesson. I don't know what I'm doing. Film is tough, too, because it's just all in the can. There it is. Here you go. Put it out into the world. Stand up. You tweak. You twerk. You twack. You're, you, you, you try it. You try it this way. The audience tells you what's what, and then you move it along. And here's the problem is I... Hate myself. I can't look at myself. Uh, it's got every scene in the movie. I don't can. know how you go see it. I'm going to be staring at the back of the head of the asshole in front of me, which will probably be you know someone that worked in the movie because no one's going to buy a ticket to the goddamn thing. Straight to DVD. It's just going to be my face, my teeth, my jaw, my dick, my herpes. I, it's just awful. I'm an awful human. I'm just a, a just a yucky thing to look at. <laughs> It's disgusting. It's, it's, I can't ah. believe anyone ever fucked me at any point in my life. Yeah, we're all shocked. That, that's a hell of a review, though. It's a yucky thing. It's can't <laughs> do it. It's horrendous, and I know Ronan's going to hate it because he's like, send me the script. I'll give you notes. No. I'm like, you can't read it. And the guy I'm making the movie with is like, don't let Ronan anywhere near this script. If he sees it, he'll shatter your confidence. You won't be able to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So it's all pipes, Jerry. And like, not it, to mention, it's we brave. Got, it is brave. Everyone in the movie is a comedian. We got no actors. Uh, we got to. We just grab some. 
buddies. I'm like, this guy sucks. He stinks. He blows. Yeah, yeah. The, I, the I actor? Know. I don't know what we were thinking, so yeah, it's yeah. a big bag of shit. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> That's the thing about movies, too, is you're in it. You're in in the stew there. You can't see outside of it. You, you think, oh, I hope this is great. I hope this is great, but... How can you really know until it comes out? No, and of course everyone's Stu Sutcliffe. Everyone thinks they're doing they're doing something good. Yeah. No one's ever like, ah, oh, this is a piece of shit. Although I'm doing it right now. But you write it and you're like, maybe this is no good. And then you're like, no, it's good. And you're like, you're right. This is the best movie ever. Right. And then you're like, you, you want you, it to be. You get an actor who's good, and then you, they do an audition. You're like, unbelievable. Yeah. But then there's always that little sliver of 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 love a sliver tits yeah. where it just goes. You suck. You know this suck. You're a piece of shit. You're awful. Everyone hates you, and your family's going to hate you, and you got to kill yourself. But I thought this. Okay, hit me, Fatty. Last week, two weeks ago, uh, I was, you know, I'm like, I, I want to be in the movie business. We've talked about this quite a bit on the mm. podcast. You're like, what am I doing? I wanted to do comedy, but I'm over here just saying I want to come in my dad's face. This is not what I want to be. I want to be a... I want to write and direct movies, maybe act in some movies, and be all these things. I never did it. Then you do it, and you're like, this is what I want to be doing. I'm a film right. guy. I always love film. And I go, I got this one weekend in Salt Lake City. Let me go do this. I get on the road. I land. I get to the hotel. I'm like, I love being on the road. Yes. What am I talking about? You show up at the club. The owner's nice. The waitress comes back. You eat some wings. You, you shuck and jive with the MC and the feature. They go, can you get a guest spot? Yeah, I got a guest spot. The guest spot's going, oh, my God, it's so nice to meet you, Mr. List. I'm so nice. <laughs> and you go, yeah, hey, have <laughs> a good great. time. You pinch his ass. You touch his cheeks. And then you go up there in the crowd. And they go, hey, Tuesday. And you start ripping it. And you go, hey, I got to tell you. This is a pretty good backup plan. Pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm killing. I'm slaying. I did a new thing. I tried to write. You riff something. This guy says something. You riff off of that. I'm like, who am I kidding? What am I talking about? I'm a comedian. I'm not Hell a movie yeah. maker. What am I, an asshole? What am I, I'm not yeah. Wes Anderson, some hipster Ooh, asshole. This is the best thing I've ever heard you say. I'm a comic. I'm yeah. a comedian. Yeah. You're damn right you're a comic. I started when I was bitch. 18. I, I married a comedian. I lived with comedians. Yeah. I'm a comedian. I wrote a movie with a comedian starring comedians. I know. It's all comedians. We, it's all we casted. I'm like, fuck actors. We'll get comedians. Hell yeah. What the hell am I? Uh, well, we didn't have a part for you. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a comic. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but, that's but, just my default to say to anybody now. No, I meant the comment. I don't care about the movie. I it's see. It's going to suck. Uh, but, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, you're a goddamn comic, and the, the, the movie's the B, the B team. That's the side thing. Side the hustle. Side jizz. Side but at chick. least I'm trying. I'll get side it out of my kick. system. I'll go back to the funny bone. There you go. It's always there for you. And there's a reason these Chris Catans and Tim Meadows and Steve O's and Pauly Short, all these other queefs, there's a reason they go into stand-up. One, because it's... They got they can sell tickets so they get a paycheck. Uh, but it's also because like, hey, this is pretty good. I'm away from my uh, plus size wife. I'm out on the road <laughs> doing heroin or pills in a bathtub. I'm in a Four Seasons. Sure, I got a shuck and jive, and I have no time, and I'm not a talented stand up, and I never was, and I'm just getting a paycheck. But it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it's if you're good fun. at it on top and enjoy it, nothing better. You know what it is? That's lunch. It's the goddamn you wanna we gotta explode with success. Watch the high where you can fly private and stay at the four seasons because it's the travel is what it is. Mm. I hate the I hate the fucking Uber, but you get through it and it's fine. Once you're there, it's great. I love every minute of being on the road. Yeah. Once I'm checked into the hotel. The the Uber to the plane, 
The airport, the security, the terminal, the gate. Gate change. What zone? Oh. The overhead is full. Middle seat. All that shit is horrible. Then landing, and then you go, oh, I got to get back in line. Oh, this lady's taking forever with her back. All those little things. But then right when you check in, even it all the, melts away. Even the check-in section. When you check in, you go, I'm going to go for a walk and the thing. And then you just go, oh, I'll meditate. I'll hit the steam room. I'll, I'll, I'll write. I got to meet up with the future, have lunch with him. Walk around the town. Ta- you have no responsibilities in that town. I got oh, no bills in this town. I got no relationships. I got no nothing. Just... I'm just walking around Buffalo like a homeless guy, and I love, I'm like Kung Fu. I got nowhere to be. I'm Zen. It's nice. I like the isolation. I like the writing, and everything feels bonus when you're on the road. Mm. If you get a workout in, you're like, all right, I worked out. Because you don't, like you say, you don't have anything to do. Like, the show is the thing. That's the work. I'm like, I got two shows. I work tonight. Let me get a workout in. You're like, I worked out. Amazing. Good point. And then you go, I'll write a little. Even though it's Saturday, I'll write a little. You go, hey, I got some work. To-. Everything feels nice. And you check in with a friend. You call, some, call a buddy, phone a friend, final answer. Can, and, I, uh, can I throw a, a little life hack? Hit me with a life hack. Well, you know, you say the road sucks because of the travel, all the little things. And I agree. So I, my manager was like, Kind of gave me the because a bunch of managers have been getting fired. Just a hot tip, hmm. yeah. Like because they're like, "What are you doing? I can get an assistant for a grand a month. Why am I paying you ten percent of my two hundred k I just made at this yes. club? Whatever it is, that's twenty grand." I you think about it. I know it's so, insane. I got. I'm making a movie. It's- yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I go. You know what? I had lunch with my manager when they came in for the Netflix thing, and they're like, "Don't fire us. Everybody's getting fired. We love you. Whatever you need." So I said, "Well, all right. If you if you want to." Make your 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 due or whatever. I'd like this. I told the manager every time I check into a hotel, I just want the key to be an envelope on the desk, and I grab it and I go up to the room. That's That'd not too much nice. to ask. That's nice. And you know, because that takes an extra twenty minutes. Not only did you wait in line with the family, the dad's got eight kids. They oh. all have bags. The mom's pissed. Where's the Where's the restaurant? What time's the pool close? I'm I like, hate that. And then you're just like, I just got on a five hour flight. I'm hungover. I'm gay. Let me just get that key. Then. ID, credit card. This is for incidentals only. Here's a map of the town. Oh. Circling. Come on, get me to the room. I need to rub one out to Stormy Daniels. <laughs> makes me sick. So I went. We tried it for the first time. Went to Buffalo. There was a line. And I go, I see on the on the desk there's an envelope that says Mark. And oh. I go, that's mine. Took it. And they went. And I went upstairs. That's the best. It was I it. love that. Because when I've toured with Louie, he's got the assistant. They stay at the Super Hotel. And it's exactly that. It's just like, yeah, here's your room. You go to your room. Because I, I, I hate the thing of like breakfast. This t- I'll find all that yeah, out. It's yeah. all posted in the uh, I know, room. I know. It's all pipes. So uh, <laughs> every hotel's the same. I'm like, <laughs> I'll find same. breakfast. I know where the pool is. Do you have a car with us? No, I don't live here. I'll never come back to your shit town. Let me give me the key and let me move on with my life. And so the fans, fans help now. We got fans yes, coming out. It's so fan. nice. Appreciate you guys coming out. Fanny, fanny pack. Take a load off, fanny. <laughs> Um, it's really, fan. it's really nice. Is he alive? Ah, it's tough to say. <laughs> but let, let me see if I have anything. I feel like I haven't written anything down in a in a dog's age here because we yeah. we podcasted nine times last week. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I'll just say that Netflix was great. Here, here's you, you talk about reality. Oh, wait, did I, I got you? nothing. I got okay. nothing. Here's where reality kicks in. You ever heard that Larry David story about uh, he finally got on Fridays? He's like, I made some money for the first time. I like He was like debating about to be homeless. He was on the edge of homelessness. He's bombing every night at the improv. He can't catch a break. He got fired from SNL. He gets on Fridays. 
He buys a convertible. He said he pulled up to a light in L.A., and somebody goes, your show stinks. Pulled that top up. <laughs> he went right back to the dealer and, and turned it in. That's hilarious. He was like, I can't be a convertible guy. I'm bald, whatever. So that's how it feels. That's reality. You make a little money. You get You get on TV. So I do this Netflix thing, and all of a sudden, walking around is a guy I kind of had a problem with, like a guy who I... Oh, jeez. You know, you know how you, uh, some comments are like, does he hate me? Do I hate uh-huh. him? What is that? So it was one of these guys, and he's walking around like a big shot. Like somehow he got a backstage pass. So they're doing makeup, and I see the guy, and the whole thing's ruined. I go, ah, oh, oh. that guy's here. This is my, my special day. It's my big taping. I'm on Netflix. I made it. And then here, I got to think about this guy. And so then I see him, and he walks by. There's no hello. And I'm like, ah, we're back to this shit now. And you're like, ah, everything was good. I was zinging with the makeup guy, killing with the hair lady. Oh, boy. I got my set tight as a drum. I'm cooking. I can't wait to film. I got fans out there. And then Dickless Johnson's there, and the whole thing is ruined. And I just remember thinking, like, this is life. Oh, that sucks. I mean, it all worked out, and we ended up chatting and, and cleared the air. Oh, okay. Bad air. it up. Bad air, bad queef, and uh, it was fine, but it was still like that, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you think I'll get to the mountaintop and I'll, I'll, I'll never have a problem again, but they're, they're out there. Jerry. No, there's always problems, and, and so many of our problems, it has nothing to do with this. I got a friend, he says, uh, a spiritual buddy, mm. and he says, if you can see it, it won't fix it. Wait a minute. That's helpful. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, you think, well, if I just buy this jacket, or I buy a car, or if I get this apartment, or I put such and such in my bank account, those are things you can see. Mm. It's a spiritual issue. Wait, what's the hook? What do you mean? That's, there's no hook. Wait, these are things you can see. Well, you think mountaintop. You think, like, oh, I'll get this Netflix special. Oh. I'll, I'll get this thing. I'll get that thing. There's still going to be problems. Right. None of these things that you see are going to fix your problem. You think, ah, if I get the new iPhone. Oh, I see. If I, I get see. The, uh, if I get the Easy Pass, if I can get this I'll be convertible, coasting. going yeah. back to this Larry business, you get the convertible, but if you see it, it's not going to fix the issue. It's all in here. It's right. all pipes. It's inside, internal. It's internal. It's inside. So I'm saying, inside even job. if you get a Ferrari and a, and a penthouse up on the suite or whatever that's called, you're still going to see the meatball at the show. Right. I ate a meatball. I like gravy. Bad meatball. Yeah, okay. But yeah, we, it, it, you're right. It's true. There's, there's always reality out there and... Uh, you know, I dealt with it, and I'm a grown-up and all that, blah, blah, blah. But it was still like, oh, yeah. I really got I got swept up in the euphoria and the, the glitz and the glam and the jizz. A lot of sweeping. Sweep together. Yeah. Sleep together. So take <laughs> me through, because I, I was here the day of the taping. Chuck was here. We recorded an episode, last week's episode, I guess. I can't keep track anymore. Yeah. It was a classic episode. Oh, yeah. Great time. Great oldies. Hilarious. I had to run to go do another thing. I had to go to New Jersey. Yeah, for the Stress Factory. Stress Factory doing The Descendants or whatever his show's called. Ah, uh, yes. The show? Depraved. Degenerate. Ah, uh-huh. The Depraved, which I didn't know until I got there. Did you know this? Have you done the show yet? No. He's like, it's supposed to be nasty, offensive, and you have to do your most offensive joke oh, ever first. Ah, oh, Which fun. I had no idea. So I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go write some offensive, nasty, weird shit. Well, you got some shit jizz. Well, it's all dick and shit. That's all I have. So uh-huh. I guess that's depravy. I threw a couple extra fucks in there. What is a deprave? Depraved. Boy, that, doesn't that mean like, job. I don't, you, you, that's a depraved neighborhood. Like, they don't have any resources. They're fucked. 
Let me look up depraved exactly. Yeah, give that a goog. I don't know what you the hell You hear it all means. the time. I she get is it. depraved. Yes. It's like dark. Lewis is dark. I get it. It's it's bad boy, you know, whatever. James Bond feels depraved. Now. It means morally corrupt oh. and wicked. Okay, well, then they nailed it. A depraved indifference to human life. Adjective. All right, they got it. I don't want to be morally corrupt. Or wicked. Well, you're wicked from Boston. I guess. Wicked Pissa. And it's a Broadway show. Yeah, I guess uh, depraved. It's weird because Jerry's like, she is depraved. So she's oh, because more... she has all the sex things. Ah. Remember? So um, wait, so how was the show? show was good. It, wasn't, it was the first one that wasn't sold out, but it was pretty full. That stinks. Because I had heard it was like, oh my God, it's packed. It's insane. You can't believe it. And it was pretty packed, but Lewis was disappointed. Great show. Uh, Karen Fian, uh, Louis Gomez, Rich Voss, Paul Verzi, oh, some other a guy. Fun group. Couple, a couple other guys. I don't know. There's all those guys now that you don't know. They got lackeys out there now, too. <laughs> like young. Hackies. And then they're funny. One guy had a joke. I forget his name. Shit. He's a, he's a Legion of Skanksy kind of guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he had a joke. He said, I, I came out to my parents as a necrophiliac. I wish I had done it when they were still alive. <laughs> it's not bad. That's great. That's pretty good. That's a great joke. So I thought that was funny, and uh, he had some stuff, but uh, it was good. But I, I had this thing where I'm like, I drove in here to the city, parked across the street over there. I was like, I'll head down early to the stress factory, because so, I just hate traffic. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. So I left right after the podcast, jump in the car, get across. You still sit in a fucking ton of traffic. Yeah. Then I get out there, and I'm like, now it's like, Three o'clock. I'm already through the traffic. Uh, but I'm like, what am I going to do? Get to stress fat? I'm going to do Brunswick at four o'clock. Well, that's when you go right. Well, so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down the shore. I love the shore. What? So I got, I got some extra time. I went down to Red Bank, New Jersey, which I got my eyes on that Red Bank. You like a Red I'm Bank? To Red Bank. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very expensive. It's nice. I want to buy a house at some point. It's the only thing red you like. Not too close to the ocean because uh, you know climate change is going to drown all of us in a couple of days. Sure, it's but, a myth. Whatever, so I drive down to Red Bank, and uh, I just parked the old car and strolled around. You ever go somewhere and pretend it's your life? Yo, my God. What do you think I do in these uh, ladies' apartments? So I go, I'm going to walk around. I'll go, this would be my Starbucks. I go get a Starbucks. I try to fuck a teenager there. I go walk by. I'm like, okay, there's my movie theater. That's the restaurant. That's this. I'll go to this beach. I'm just fantasizing, walking around, looking at houses. I stop by a couple for sale signs. I look in there. (laughs) I can't afford it. And then you, you hope people in the town... Like, oh, he lives here. Yeah, they exactly. Think, so that adds to it. So I walk around. I'm Red Bank. I'm texting Sarah. I'm like, we're moving to Red Bank in a couple of weeks. Don't worry about it. She's like, I've never even been there. I'm like, shut your mouth. I make tons of money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I never said that, of course. But sure, anyway, you, so, you know, I went to, a, what do you call it? Uh, the store with the old shit in it. Antique. No, not antique. The other one. Uh, the clothes. Thrift. The thrift store. I tried on a couple pairs of heels and a nightgown, and that was sure. fun. You got to sniff that gown. Though you don't know where that's been, so uh, you know I looked at surfboards. I'll, maybe I'll be a surfer. I'm one of these assholes, right? Right. And then I went to the Brothers Italian restaurant, had a nice chicken parm, read wow. my lines. Yeah, you're living life, fatty. Walked around, talked to Derek. It was a nice little life. Got some sea air. Yeah, yeah. Jump in, drive over to Brunswick, see Lewis. He's gonna he's got a big fight that he's probably gonna lose, but I got money on him because I don't want to oh. hurt his feelings. The big fight. Oh, the big race. I forgot about the big fight. I gotta, I gotta bet on that too. I might go. I might go. It's in Vegas. I might go what? check it out. Let's go. Wouldn't that be fun? Hey, live gaze. What? What? When? 
Uh, November 13th. Oh, November. I got it written down here. Oh, I'd be down for that. I got a, a fat hundo on, on our boy. I'll put a hundo on the other guy just to make it uh, queefy. November 13th. Lewis, oh, he's boy. fighting some guy, and who knows, but... All right. Uh, but anyways, hung out with Lewis, did a good show, fun show, and then I went on early. Karen Fee and I, she jumped in the car. We drove back together, dropped her off. She has a fine apartment. Is that right? Oh, nice apartment downtown. Wow. Uh, 9-11. Drop her off, and not that far down. I see. So I drop her off. I never forget, and uh, felt good. (laughs) I think, speaking of OnlyFans, I think she's cleaning up. Oh, that's right. She must be, because she's got a hell of a place. Oh, yeah. Not that I saw it, but uh, drop her off, and then I said, well, let me go see old Marcus at the special, but... I look at the clock, it's like 11 o'clock, and then I'm thinking, well, you kept saying you got too many people messaging you, emailing you, texting you. You're on the list. And I'm on the list, I know, but, uh, you know, I'm like, it's Times Square. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm going to park. I'm going to show up. I'll see. It's late. Uh, My garage closes at midnight. Overthinking it. And the garage closes at midnight, and then you're already swamped and swarmed. Then I'm going, is Mark back there? Can I get to Mark? Can I see Mark? And then I go, you know what? I saw him today. I'll shoot him a text. Uh, I'll find out how it went. So I apologize, but the garage, of, it closes. A lot of disappointed gays there. Uh, there I, there's a lot of kids in the front row. Two's gay. I'm well, going to do a guest we, spot. Well, it's a special like, taping. Like, where they hung out? They, 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 oh, uh, get they, out of here. They, what do you call it? Meandered. And no. I, they're like, where's this? I'm like, he's coming. He's coming. Hey, look, I'm, what am I, some uh, denial kid at a Little League game? Dad's coming. Meanderthal. There's no one meandering. I mean, it was your night, I'm your special night. By the way, uh, you got any cookies for me? Well, <laughs> what's good for the goose is good for the gander because uh, old Antoine himself, the cookie monster, he sent four boxes. What? Well, Where's wait, the box? Five. Let me get a box. Five. Half one, a box. He gave one to every comedian on my show and one for you. Well, where's my box? Well, what's in the box? Oh, but, I hate that movie. It's a good movie. They what? try their hardest. Hey, critique. Brad Pitt's very good. All right. So, I got all these boxes of cookies backstage. Okay. One for Janelle James, one for Brian Simpson, one for me, and one with your name on it. Looking he's got for the, him. He's got the seal on it. You know, he puts it in a huge Ziploc and then the box. I know. I love that. And love then individually that. wrapped inside the seal. That guy's unbelievable. Seal, great singer. No, I hate that guy. Yeah, he's got bad face. But <laughs> kiss from a rose on my anal. But uh, so they're set up backstage. I got yours sealed. I go, hey, everybody's got their own box. All the comics are digging in. Antoine's is killing. Everybody's like the crew guys. Like, what the fuck is this? Holy shit! All these guys, uh, you know, with, <sighs> the, with the the battery packs and fanny packs and Oof. yeah, fudge pack. And uh, they're like, oh my god, he's. I'm like best cookies. In we're all blah, chocolate all over here. Like, oh, eating ass. And then we do the show. That's one show. Now they're eating more. I'm, I'm rewarding myself. I must have had 14 cookies. And they, they got eaten. I hate to say it, but they people you just ate went. ate my cookies? Well, somebody did. I had my own box. Somebody went to town and ate your wife's box. Who the hell ate my cookies? Uh, he brought them for me. They're on the bar. They're in the craft service area. They're in the backstage. They, oh, it was Antoine. like pizza boxes at a sleepover. They were just whipping through them. Oh, my God. My box. I know. And I, I, I didn't even get all mine either. They mine were, They put 10 in a box, I think, and I only had four of them. Antoine, you got to get me some fresh cookies here. You, you, I got fucked. I, I bet it's that Chris. Chris Allen. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fat. Because I know he likes the cookies. You can tell by looking at him. Who knows? But, I mean, uh, Netflix, they thought they got some good comedy. Now, they got a couple of good baked goods. Hey-ho, Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Lucy Nicotine Gum. Look, I grew up in the 90s. Everybody was ripping butts and squeezing cheeks and pulling feathers. What do you call that? Cancer stick, the whole thing. Uh, You know, they call them a different thing in London. (coughs) Not going to say it, but... All I know is all my friends smoked. They were packing those boxes. They were ripping butts. They were throwing those filters on the floor and stomping on them. And the ladies loved it. But they're hard to kick. You can't stop them. It's like Brokeback Mountain. I can't quit you. But you got to quit. They're not good for you. Unlike nicotine, which is great for you and feels good. And that's really all you get addicted to. It's not the tar, the the weird cancery chemical stuff in there. It's the nicotine. That's all you want. Lucy was founded by Caltech scientists, former smokers who wanted to help people quit. They'd set out to create a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. It took three years of research and experimenting and they made it happen, baby. They made Lucy, a nicotine gum that actually tastes good. It comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. I like pomegranate. Each has four milligrams of nicotine, and if you don't like gum, they got lozenges, baby. They thought of everything. (coughs) When you're craving a smoke and you just need a little something to satisfy the habit to kill the fix, grab a Lucy and keep them on you so you're prepared and subscribe monthly so they pop in right at your door. How do you like that? They're supporting this show, so go support them. Get 20% off all products, including gum and or lozenges at lucy.co with code TUESDAYS. That's 20% off lucy.co and use promo code TUESDAYS at checkout. Here's the legal mumbo-jumbo. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. But we already knew that. Duh. Get 20% off at lucy.co with code TUESDAYS. All right, so take me through it. Tell right. me. I, I left you here. You're with Chuck. There's a bunch of cameras. I felt bad. So, uh, Jesus Christ. Keep it moving, G Man. Looks like the Arch of the Arch oh, of Triumph. Every time he does that. I've never seen him do this without you here. He's obsessed with you. Well, he's right. oh, going to knock over. He's on the water there, uh, Dick. What do you call it? Precarious. Yes, he's, he's nimble, this twink. Oh, my neck hurts. Why's my oh, neck yeah. hurt? Oh, oh wow. Jesus. Never step on my dick. Oh, oh God, he's stepping on my dick. That was a testicle. Watch the nuts. He oh, wants, he that wants water. the wet water. He likes the condensate. Take that condensate. Take that one, you fat whore. That, that one, the cup. I don't know what pointing is. There you go. There you Look go. At that. Get on it's it. Not so condensated. That's a little condensated. Yeah, you got the bottom. You got the bottom. Lick the condescend. base. Lick the base. All right. So uh, I don't know if that's in frame. That sucks. They'll get the gist. You're not missing much. A cat tongue. You can Google that. Low gist. Yes. <laughs> Joe gist. So, uh, great, great day. Show up at five, which is nice. I got to say, you've done it. I don't know if it's changed, but Netflix does it right. We've done a lot of Comedy Central, a lot of 30 Rocks and Conans and all this shit. But Netflix does it right. They let you get there at five. The show is at seven. Oh, okay. Which is pretty rare. You know, sound check, all that shit. They do sound check. Two minutes. Uh, you show up, you get hair, makeup. They go, "This is what you're wearing." They always do that, which I hate because oh, it's a little geez. insulting. You're like, "These are the best clothes I own," and 
They uh, they do the whole maybe put that on the table so it gets a little uh, a little visual stimuli for the folks at home. There you go. There right. we go. Is that what you do? Nah, it works. I, I think that's a horse. That noise. Some people do this one. Oh yeah, that's it. Because that's a horse, and this is a. Yeah. Now he's eyeballing your package there because you got the water bottle near it. Either way, he's licking the the wood, which that's fun. All right, (laughs) not bad, right? No, the first one was better. Yeah. All right, so yeah, it was just great. It was uh, hey, this is where you're gonna stand. Now here's the only snafu about these these uh, production people. There's too many uh, handlers, Uh. Chelsea. You know, like. Hey, oh, whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, 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 come over here now. Come over here now. Okay, y'all done? You want to go to your you want to go to your green room? You want to go to your green room? Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. PAs. Yeah, you're like P-U-P-A. I, I, I know I do this every weekend. They're like, "You tired? You tired?" I'm like, "We haven't even shot yet." They're like, "You want to lay down? You want to lay down?" I'm like, "I don't want to lay down, but they just have nothing to do." So they're like worried about me. I'm like, "You're actually making me more uncomfortable and more awkward." Right. So you're making it worse, but whatever. You try to be nice. You don't want to be a, you know, a diva out there. But Either way, uh, just great shoot. I had to go. I had the two worst spots on each show. What were the spots? First and third? Yes. First and first on the first show. So they have Petey Diablo. Diablo. Diablo, funny guy. He does warm up. But it's like 10 minutes of like, clap your hands over here. Clap your hands over there. And I was like, do a bit. Please do a bit. <laughs> he does one bit at the end. It's cute. He's a funny guy. And then it's just, boom, me. Now, i got to give a shout-out to the gays, because there's a guy in the front row, comedy shirt. I'm talking, two's gay, two's gay, oh, two's gay, queef sweet. it up. That's swell. Hanging all queef, praise Allah, the whole thing. That's lunch. And uh, they were really giving it up, but I did scare a lot of people. There's, like, a black lady over here, like, Jesus Christ, at, like, a lot of my jokes. I, I think I came out swinging, and then a lot of them were like, this is horif- horrendous. Like, oh, this geez. is dark and... And uh, scary stuff. I'm talking Holocaust isn't real, trans, BLM. I went all in, Fatty. Okay, all right. So maybe that's good, maybe that's bad, but I, I, it's all approved. I think it'll be good. If they approved and they were watching, they liked it. By the way, this, this water's done because she licked the top of it, so you might as well just know. stick it right in his ass. I thought it was a top lick. I watched the top lick. We can go to the tape. It went right in the rim. No way. I watched. Wow, better than my wife. So, so yeah, you know. uh, that was the first show. Then, by the, Of course, by the, the, uh, the end of the first show, they were ripping. Everybody was killing. And I was like, God, I warmed them up. Uh, but, but then the next one, you get to go third. Next one, I got to go third. And I tell you, we got it on the can in the first one. like On the can? In the can. Uh-huh. And uh, we got it on the, hit it on the head. Nail. Nail on the head. Thank you. And then, you know, a little downtime. You shake some babies. And then the, thir- the second show was just like, ah, you have that relief. Like, I got it. That's the best feeling in the world. Because when I did it, I had the opposite. I ate shit on the first show. Is that show. right? I wanted to kill myself. Wow. I was like, this is the worst panic attack. I had the ulcer. On, not ulcer. What do you call it? Not cancer. Canker. Canker. On my th- the back of my throat. I was going to take my own life. It was bad news bears. But then the second one ended up being fine. Uh-huh. Although I still, to this day, get messages being like, sorry, the crowd sucked. I thought uh-huh. you were great. And I'm like, did they suck that bad? All right. Well, since you said uh, I'm letting it. Yeah, right. just let her take it. All right. Him, it's it's all right. cat. Uh, so dessert. tell me about the second show. So now you got it in the can. You're feeling good. You feel loose. You're feeling groovy. Yeah, and it's fun because you watch the first guys who were on after me on the first show. Now they're like, oh, God, now they're nervous because they got to go first. Right. And so they go up. They have a good set. And I'm like, all right, I feel good. And when you 
the best feeling in the world as a comic is when you go, I don't even care if they like me. I'm just doing what I do because I already got it. Right. So whether I bomb or not, I don't care. I got it. So blow me down. Right. And uh, I went out there and just riff, raff, mess with the guy in the front row. I might have been too loose where the I think the crew was like, what is he doing? Oh, At one boy. point, I couldn't. My throat had a big wad of feminine. I was like, ah, it's semen. Ah, that's killing. And I'm like, it was a big load. Ah. And then they're like, Jesus. And then the crew after was like, that load stuff was gold. Because oh, wow. all they see is this written material. So they were like... They're like, we might leave that in. Like, that that killed. I was like, it was a Samoan guy. He was huge. You know, all this shit. What, are they trying to get pregnant? They're leaving the load in. Hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> Laundry. So uh, just riffing and raffing. And Chris Allen was there. And he was like, I knew you got on the first one because you were, like, really fucking around up there. And it was fun to fuck around on Netflix. Like, yeah, just, I hey, bet. Let me just do what I'm doing here. I'm doing what I do. I've always done what I do. Yeah. Kramer. Voodoo that you do. So, shoop, baby, shoop. Good time. Ate some cookies. Got some high fives. I got a lot of like messages from people in LA. Like, we already heard you kill. We wow. heard you went loose. We heard about the the Samoan, the load, the semen. I was like, Jesus Christ! After party? No after party. COVID. Ah, oh, COVID. And they're wearing masks. No masks. Tell me about the mask situation. Mask. The COVID ruined everything. It just kills the mood. It's it's a one big condom. The COVID. You know, it's no fun. You can't ever rip it off. You can't ever <sighs> feel skin to skin. So first of all, there was a girl whose job it was just to tell you to put up. That was her whole job. I don't understand. Like in the green room, you had to wear a mask. Isn't it we, vaccinated and shit? We're all vaxxed. We all got tested multiple times. Uh, they'd be like, we should test you again. I think you went outside and farted. I saw that. And I come back in. And you're like, geez, Louise, okay. And then they do the swab. And they got to take it all seriously. And then you catch a lot of people with their masks down. And they're like, oh, sorry, I forgot. And you're like, okay. So we all forgot. And yet we're still doing it. Like we all at one point had no mask. But now we have a mask. And it's it's all optics, let's be honest. But Ugh. you just try to play ball, and you go with the flow, and you go, it's a special night. And one lady was like, I got to be honest, they're being so strict about this. This might be the, one of the last perform- performances where we they allow no mask for the audience. God. I know, it's just scary. I know. You thought we were coming out of it, then Delta and Lambda, Kai. So, uh, June. It was June. We were like, ah, June. June bug. But... Uh, it was great. I don't want to take away. And then we all got drunk after. And then I woke up in a hungover stupor and had to fly to Buffalo. And I'm like, all right, back to reality. There goes Rabbit. Good hang. Fun hang. Good hang. Late hang. I felt bad. It was a little bit of like, let's walk over here. Oh, that bar's closed. Let's walk. Uh, oh, that bar's closed. Oh, let's walk. Okay, we found one. Hey, there's some Netflix people here. We do shots. We hung out. And then you're like, well, it's four. And there's about three of us here, so might as well go home. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather do a, a, a later party. You know what I mean? Like a, the next night. Hey, yeah. we're all going to get back together and celebrate the big taping. Right, Because right. the night of, you're going through your head. You're like, what was that? That was yes. weird. I said that. And you can't be present. It's so hard to be present. Yeah, yeah. It's, or it's, a small it's, diner hang is nice. That you know, is, two, you're three like people. yours. Yeah, just a couple people that go, was ooh, that was great. That was fun. Yeah. I will say, I want to give a shout-out to Brian Simpson. I'd never seen the guy, never met the guy. We really hit it off. That guy is going to be huge. I'm calling it right now. He was on the show. Smart, funny, uh, black guy, a little shorter guy, but just he's got a great comedy brain. Like, you hear a joke, you're like, oh, that's good. Like, oh, oh. I love that. Like, and there's so much bad comedy. When you see good comedy, you're like, 
Oh, yeah. I love comedy. Yes, exactly. And it's a very so, small percentage of good. Oh, the other people I all knew, but he didn't. He didn't. He was a guy I didn't know, and I was pleasantly surprised. And we we just hit. I felt like we connected on a lot of stuff and had the similar views on comedy and all this shit. So great guy. He's. I'm telling you right now. You, you don't know him, but he will be. I can't wait to the moon. I, I met him for a second the night before at the cellar. I oh, already yeah. like him, and uh, now I'm excited to see this business. Yeah, he's gonna be a hot hot number. Oh, they had a fart. Oh no, just through the legs. But, uh, yeah, all good, and then going straight to Buffalo the next day was like, oh, yeah, I'm a comedian. I'm, I'm on the road again. But Buffalo's fun. That's a good club. club. I love that. I did my album there, one of my albums. That's a great spot. Is that right? That's right. It's where I met Steve Rogers. What? Oh, yeah. Big Dick. Big Stevie Dick Rogers. But, I mean, that's an interesting choice for a club. It's not a huge market. Normally. Not a huge market, but, is, you know, at that time, I wasn't doing a ton of great clubs. That's a great club, and they were nice enough to uh, have me and then cut out the check spot, which was nice. But Ooh, it was pretty wee. lightly attended, I can tell you that. Well, it didn't sound like it in the uh, compact disc. Well, I appreciate that, so uh, check it out. It's streaming or whatever. Are you mad at me? Isn't it amazing that that was, that was the one with the hoodie, right? Yeah. And then you wrote another hour since then, and that was VU. VU, yeah. And then you have a new hour. New hour, Did you yeah. Think you'd have that much, but I mean, that is a lot. It's three hours. That's pretty good. And there's an album before that that's really bad <laughs> called Are You Mad at Me? It's pretty good, yeah. Then there was the Netflix half hour, which was not on any albums. That's four and a half. There you go. This cat's got a real not a movie. problem. Yeah. Well, and a hook get knocked shot. up. What'd you say? I said, uh, I don't even know anymore. All right, well. Knock it up, knock it off. Oh, geez, we got to wrap this thing up. But we yeah. got to wrap it up. I got to take a piss so bad. I couldn't piss because I was nervous earlier. And here's the other thing. The Netflix, they let you edit it. What? Yeah, well, they let you help. Oh, that's nice. So I'm telling you. Put but the they, loogie thing in there. They do it right. They really do it right. Oh, wow. And well, the, 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 the booker was like, oh, you, you forgot that bit. You don't want to lose it. I was like, oh, my God, you know my act. Yeah, that's nice. Boy, it was they're good. Very nice. Well, the night before when you you brought some of them to the club, I had this best set of my life. So I'm hoping I can make I, a pitch. I, I mentioned that to the guy. He's like, "Oh yeah, that guy ripped it." Oh, that's nice. That feels good. Yeah, he thought you were Greer Barnes, but still, it was a great night, great show. Hopefully, it turns out good. I haven't seen a, a blip of it yet, so I could be talking out of my ass. But I feel good about it. And it's gonna you know. be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna look great. It's gonna sound great. I think you should keep the semen thing in there. And you think? Uh, I think it's gonna be huge. Yeah, I think it's gonna be big. Well, that's what we thought about yours. So we'll see. Good point. Sky's the limit. Limits the, the sky. sky. I hate that joke. All right, we gotta <laughs> wrap it up. I will be at Helium in Philadelphia, September twenty third to the twenty fifth. I booked Helium Buffalo, but not till May or something of ah. next year. But got some hot. 2022 dates coming your uh, way. 2021, I have Royal Oak, Michigan. That's uh, September 30th, October 1st and 2nd. Bananas the weekend after that, October 8th and 9th. And then uh, Chicago Zanies coming up in December. Oh, my God. Helium in Portland also in December. Oh Got some fun God. dates coming up. Great and uh, some big projects going on. So go uh, subscribe to YouTube and get on the Patreon, for God's sakes. We got a yes. new hot gay sets out right now. Yes. We got uh, a bonus episode we just did. We got all kinds of yes. bonus shit up there. Tons of hot gay. It's like a TV show. You're missing out if you're not on there. So get yeah. on there. It's a hot channel. You don't want to miss it. Plus the old stuff. Don't get me started. And we're going to do a live show in New York City coming up, right? The Village Underground. Maybe we'll see what happens. But... 
Get your ducks in a row, get your dicks in a hoe, and uh, we'll make it work. I'm at Nashville Zanies. I'm at uh, the Buckhead Theater in Atlanta in December. Please come out to that. I'm terrified of tickets. Uh, I think West Palm Beach is cooking. Albany, Funny Bone, and New Orleans for Thanksgiving. I'm doing the Howlin' Wolf, the first place I ever got paid to do comedy. Um, I'm doing uh, Milwaukee. I'm doing Madison. We got a lot of fun dates coming up, a lot of Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. I love America. I love the Jews. And uh, we'll see you in hell. Praise Allah. Well, you're dead. George, you think? Got it.